0: Sorry if I kicked you in the head, Carp.
1: That made me laugh.
2: That's how you should start the podcast now. <laughs> I think I might. All right,
1: guys, welcome to Inside the Unsigned. My name is Joe Deak, and
2: I'm OG, nigga.
1: Hell yeah! And today on the podcast we have Mike Felker from Convictions. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. Uh. I could do a lot better, but uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> well, let uh let let the listeners know what what's going on. Uh, I know you guys are right in the middle of or just kicking off a tour, but it's uh, starting off a uh, a little little weird, huh?
0: Yeah, right now we're um we're heading into Rochester, New York. From uh, we just passed through Cleveland, so. Mm-hmm. We're right. We're like cutting right through this storm. Call I think it's like called Storm Bruce. It's snowing so bad they gave it a name.
2: Oh my god! I've never Heard of that shit before. Damn, let's go. Yeah, so I, it's
0: been really, really stressful. I um, I've been co-piloting all night, and uh, it's the worst. So I just kind of climbed back into my bunk here, and I'm talking to you guys.
2: Yeah, man. Right. So how was that first day of the tour?
0: Um, it was cool.
2: Uh. It was,
0: in Cleveland, we played, it was probably like 40, 40, 50 people. It wasn't really like super packed, but it was a small room. So I had like
2: a... Oh, nice and intimate. You know, you can't beat that. Yeah,
0: about 50 people. Not too bad.
2: Yeah, so is this like your guys' first headliner?
0: No, we did a headliner uh, last year with a band called Earth Growns. And then we also had support in the second half of the tour from a, a band called, they're not around anymore, called uh, Darkness Divide.
2: Oh, yeah. I fucking love those guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. We're- Rest in
2: peace, everybody. Yeah,
0: we're cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, so damn, that's actually pretty fucked up that they gave it a name. And I've definitely, I mean, it, it's, you know, I'm sure not your first rodeo when it comes to like driving and touring like why it's snowy. But from when I was talking to you earlier, it sounds like this one's pretty, uh, pretty sketch.
0: Yeah, this isn't the worst. I mean, it, could be (laughs) but um no we we i think the worst i've ever done we were just talking about this was driving through um i don't know if it'd be the rocky mountains it was uh we were crossing uh into salt lake city utah and we had all our tires chained and we were going we were going like like thousands of feet above sea level like it was super hard to breathe and the snow is super thick there's cars like all Dude, it was nuts. It was like a movie, man. There's like cars like off the side of the cliff and like. Oh
1: my God.
0: Yeah. And we had to drive straight through the night. And then it went straight into like, I maybe had like three hours of sleep. And then our chains busted off and it cut a hole into our trailer. And then we get to the loading dock. It's a really popular. Actually, did we play? Yeah. We, yeah. It?
2: We did. We did.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you remember the loading dock, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I guess for those who are listening, it's basically just like a garage door and you play in the garage and then the fans are like outside the garage door. Um, it's quite straight up. <laughs> Dude, it's yeah. Literally a loading That's dog. pretty accurate, right? Yeah, a literal <laughs> loading dock. <dog>. Um, <laughs> explain it like a garage. It's a loading dock. Um, the, uh, they made us put our merch outside. Ugh. Yeah, they had like these like, you know, like warp tour tents, you know, like the just standard... Twelve by twelve tents, and it was like a blizzard, and we had to stand outside in the cold and sell oh our merch. We sold like three. Me, yeah, right after right after that trip, it was probably like the lowest I've ever been in the band. Like I was
1: really questioning a lot of things. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's that's fucking tough. Like, I mean, sell, I mean, selling merch outside, like, I, I very rarely like run into like a good circumstance of that. Like, never. Besides like war tour, like where it's like you know, it was luckily sunny for us, but besides that everything else is just like either windy as hell or uh raining or some sort of something. It's just like nobody nobody even wants to be outside and yeah, at least have to have one person back there to like man the nurse table. And I know uh controlling with you, like you were often the one uh behind there, so I'm sure you're out there like, Oh my, uh,
0: leave me alone. Oh yeah dude yeah it was the worst man <laughs> it really was anything like i don't i really wish they would just stop doing outdoor shows like period <laughs> like if there's a way we could all get around that it would be excellent
1: yeah i mean they they can be fun but like you're definitely not conditioned for it like uh because you're used to playing inside and all that sort of stuff and you know the a few of the outdoor shows that uh, i played i was just like shit i'm not used to eat like breathing in like humid air or like just normal air while I'm playing or whatever I'm used to like yeah. being inside and like so I've I got like
0: just projecting your voice out into nothing
1: yeah yeah exactly it just, just like, goes
0: away as soon as you scream
1: yeah like I, I like heavily had to rely on the monitors and stuff like that and you know even then I was just like god damn I'm gonna like throw up from all the water I'm drinking right now because I'm like dying
2: <laughs> or, yeah. you're, or you're drunk as a motherfucker let's go <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: definitely possible but yeah uh, <laughs> i'd
0: say half of the half of the outdoor shows that like i've ever done have like either been rained out or had like
1: really bad weather like at least half it's bad dude <laughs> yeah. now do you uh do you have like a preference i mean obviously i guess i'm gonna take uh, outdoor shows off the off the question on this one but uh what do you have like a preference as far as like you know what size like venues and stuff that you play like uh, i know some people like love playing floor shows some people like playing small clubs Some people like playing bigger ones it's you know they all come with their advantages but so what, what's
0: something that uh
1: i guess what, what do you prefer
0: the most um yeah so now that like we're we're starting to play like bigger stages and like uh when we went to germany last year we played probably one of the bigger stages i've ever played um a lot, like, if you ask, like, any, like, hardcore dude, they're going to say, like, dude, I love clubs, they love intimate shows, like, and they're super sick, like, it's, but it, it becomes a whole nother thing, man, like, when you become, like, on that theater spectrum, where you have to, you're not interacting with the crowd, you're more or less put, putting on, like, a theatric, you know, like, a show. I yeah. feel that. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not doing big shows like that all the time, but, um, I don't know, man, I think just because it's so new to me, and, like, any time that we do play large stages, it's such, like, a special thing that i don't know i am more interested in that you know it's just so cool to like try and perform a whole new
2: a whole new way i can back that up though that's my favorite as well i don't know why playing four shows is cool but um it's uh just knowing that only x amount of people can even see you just kind of turns me off everyone in the back just kind of there you know what i mean yeah yeah you got to get a stage box man <laughs> like eagle riser bruh. yeah eagle riser that's what they call it <laughs>
0: Yeah yeah.
2: Um yeah, I
1: mean I I I definitely agree. Uh I mean like the the floor shows they they're like fun and like intimate and all that, but um one thing that I I noticed on one of my uh, last tours we are playing with like definitely bands that were not really like th- their fans were not going to be fans of our band. It was all like, you know, that slam metal shit and uh like so people were just going like, "Ham," and like that's all that's all cool like I'll, like do your thing but like it got to the point where like they were like almost like performing with the band like you, i couldn't tell unless you had an instrument in your hand like who was actually supposed to be performing because everybody's like knocking, like knocking into shit and i'm like yo like first uh go with uh waken providence actually i was like so concerned for their fucking uh, uh gear because people were like just moshing into it uh people were like breaking holes in the wall i'm like how is this place even standing right now like this this is insane yeah
0: yeah when we did that art uh, the, ugh, that art gallery show together uh, that was pretty wild i got punched in the face of that show i didn't i didn't even know how to act <laughs> i was like oh that's new <laughs> Wait, and you were playing which venue are you talking for- about it's uh i hope it's not a venue anymore <laughs> it's just like a like an art gallery thing or i like guess secondhand hand bookshop or something
1: yeah. and it, it's
0: okay. like split in two different rooms yeah.
1: All right, and so here's here's the story. So uh, we had originally, uh, we were supposed to play, I forgot what state it's in. I think it's like Ohio. No, it's not Ohio. It's somewhere. It's like New York. New, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, so we, we showed up with uh, Born Anew and Dead Ships, and uh, we were supposed to play. Uh, Born Anew uh, usually went on right before us, and then we went on. And right before, uh, like, we were ready to like set up and get all of our like gear on stage oh, yeah. apparently like some kid got like completely knocked the hell out and uh they were like basically kicking everybody out like just stopping the show so we didn't even get to play like we were like about to go on but somebody just like rocked this dude uh and like he had to go to the hospital and stuff So damn that's it, whack it was yeah so we we're like oh shit this fucking sucks uh we really wanted to play or whatever and uh like as chance would have it convictions were coming through the next day and we were able to coordinate and be like hey can we hop on the show and you we're know, gonna make this happen so we were able to have like a one-off date with uh convictions so that was that's was pretty cool but even really? even the second second show like with uh convictions that got rowdy too so i think the scene there is just fucking rowdy yeah, yeah that, it's, pretty, it's pretty nuts yeah did um i i've don't remember if I asked. Uh, you
0: got punched in the face while you were playing or while you were playing? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, so, like, we, um, there there was, like, some hardcore band that was on the bill and they were actually crushing it. I can't remember their name, but, um, I was just standing off to the side, like, just chilling and, uh, some big guy just, like, swung his, you know, he's moshing and he punched me. He got a good, like, hit right on my nose, like, to the point where, like, it makes you, like, you tear your tear drugs. You, 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 like, cry. Oh, right. So, I was, like, I was, like, embarrassed because I was, like, in, like, some of my friends' songs. I was, like, come on, man. I was, like, <laughs> Yo, this man like I am me. not that tough. I am not going to fight somebody. I was, like, I'm just going to, I guess I'm just going to sit here and cry. Like, I, I don't know what to do. My like,
2: was holding back the tears hard hardest shit, I bet,
0: <laughs> though. Uh, it, I was just, like, yeah, I mean, you got yeah, to own it, I guess. Like, I was, like, this is totally new. I never mosh or, like, do that. So I was, like, cool. Like, I guess this is uh, part of it, you know. I guess I've been part of my first mosh, and I didn't even <laughs>
1: participate. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it was goofy. I'm not going to front, though. I guess suck. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, getting punched in the face, uh, I wouldn't put that in my top list of things I want to do. So. You're so <laughs> goddamn
2: buff now, though. You could have whooped his candy ass.
1: I know, but it
0: takes, it takes more strength to hold back, you know. <laughs> there it is. There it is. How often do you
2: work out now, man? You're fucking looking like you should be on WWE.
0: God. Uh, no, I don't, I don't really work out too much. Um, for a while I was doing like a hundred pushups a day, Right. but I was doing it for a long time, but I think I was doing it wrong or something cause my back, like my lower back like gave out. So now I've been, I've been like chilling out on that, but mostly it's just like, uh, I'll hit the gym maybe like once or twice a week if I'm like really like feeling it. But right. I don't know, I just eat a lot of protein and just try and stay active if I can.
2: I'm trying to take some notes from you, man. Your boy's trying to get back in shape. <laughs> I know you like chicken, man. Come on. <laughs> yo, yo, you know niggas love chicken.
0: <laughs> uh, that's why I said it. I'm just profiling you, man. <laughs> Damn.
2: Okay. I respect that. Half of me, half of me agrees.
0: <laughs> that that dry, dry humor, man.
2: <laughs> but yo, man, this fucking new album. Like, I when it came out, I, I, I've been jamming um, the absolute fuck out of it. How has the Reception been for the
0: record? Um, it's been pretty good.
2: Um, I definitely seen a lot of growth in our band. Um,
0: it's kind of goofy though. Like we we dropped our album when we were supporting Volumes. Uh, and Upon a Burning Body, we did like a month along with them, that, like full US. So we dropped our record on that, and then we were we've been home for like so long. Like a few tours came up, and then they dropped, and um, we had a couple leads, but it got i think we just got a little frustrated and we're just like you know what like i'm sick of waiting like we need to promote this album so here we are so i've been home for a long time man like super stir crazy we did a few festivals in between but yeah it's just uh online it's been really great though like a lot of people are you know responding really well and
1: spotify has been great and our merch sales have like tripled in in the last year i did did definitely notice that because uh I pay attention to Spotify numbers and I was checking uh, checking it out when we were initially talking about doing this podcast. I was like, even like the monthly listeners has like gone up drastically since the last time I, you know, looked at what you guys were doing. I'm like, damn, the people are fucking with it. I, I, I like that. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really good thing. Yeah. And like,
0: I- could always be better, but yeah, I'm like, we're pretty optimistic. This, like just last night was crazy. I, I
1: it was just like a ton of diehards like all stuffed into this little room it was really great yeah that's yeah that's really cool and uh one thing i did notice while uh on tour with you guys um it seems like you guys don't really like your fans don't seem to be like casual fans like they most of them seem like pretty diehard fans and they like are like screaming the words with you and like You know, they'll like talk with you for a while after the show and all that sort of stuff. I think that's a really unique thing. And that's, that's really cool. Thanks, man. Yeah.
0: I, um, I've noticed that too, obviously. (laughs) Like, it's been really cool. Like having a, if, if I, you know, wanted to give advice to somebody like starting a band or, you know, maybe like some directional points, having a mission, having like an objective is really great. You know, like. I think uh, instead of you can't just play like cool songs and have like a scene haircut anymore. You know, like it's not really like that anymore. I think the big band, the bands that are really climbing in the scene are, they really like, you know, they have a vision and a, and a they're passionate about something. So that's something that the new fans can grasp onto and relate to. And, you know, so I, I really, you know, if people don't like us, that's, that's awesome. I don't care. Like the people that do like us make it a thousand, you know.
2: And that's cool. Make, like you guys are actually yeah. catering to the people who care about the band and too many bands now are trying to win over these people who don't like them a little too much Then, you know, letting the people who, who really fuck with them just kind of chill there. It's just kind of like,
0: no, I think you nailed it on the head there. Absolutely. Cause we're not going to, I mean, we're already playing like metal, you know, like there's, we're already isolating a ton, a ton of people. So it's like, I'm, I took that and I was just like, well, Let's just go even further. Like, let's just make it super specific. I mean, yeah, like, our music is broad. And if you read our mission statement, like, it's it's for everyone. But, like, there's diehard, like, people that really want to hear, you know, a certain, t- you know, a certain campaign, a certain message, you know. So, I don't know. I really pay attention to that. I really, like, want to, I'm not afraid to offend people, I guess, is what I'm
2: saying. Yeah, 110%. And it's cool because every single person in your band, I see them out there online, like, pushing, equally as hard and you guys are a great example of what bands should be taking notes on it's always one or two people running the show you guys are actually like a fucking full-fledged team
0: yeah 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 um it's just four of us now and we're yeah we're just pushing like super hard like we all want it the same and if you don't then get off the train (laughs) you know like no I don't I don't have time for that
1: no has that has that just kind of always been how you guys operated? Like even before you guys got signed, uh, was it like were you guys always so like coordinated with like social media posts together and, and all that sort of stuff, or like did it kind of takes growing into? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So th- this is um okay. Like just so I un- like understand this podcast that you guys are doing here is for like education purposes, right? Like it's for unsigned bands to like learn yeah. and you Absolutely. know I just. Uh, and kind of okay. get, a,
1: get a little like inside view and uh, you know the, those listeners listening uh, well that's kind of redundant but uh, uh, those of you who are listening uh, <laughs> one of the things that Orion and I talked about before we started this podcast is one of our things is, that we really want to do is uh, like talk to guests in bands that you know are assigned in and actually have made it to that level and kind of talk about some of the things that help them get to that to that stage and all that so that was definitely one thing we we want to focus on so um that's why we're super stoked to have you on and kind of get uh get your perspective on things and yeah Yeah.
0: so okay okay yeah like going along with that like this is something i I love telling like new bands like i wish i would have known sooner when i was like in high school but um i've heard this i don't know where i've heard this from but uh every member of your band it's really important even in a business or a job is for you to know your place like you you delegate your tasks and you just stick with it you get good at it and you know like you work at a fast food joint you got a manager you got you know like like we all like everybody does their part Zach he handles like our designs and um a lot of stuff. Josh, he writes. I, I handle like lyrics and you know like our messages and things like that. Like everyone has their job, and a lot, I see a lot of bands having that one member that either doesn't want to do anything, or he wants to kind of like run the show, or he wants to you know, he just want you know. It just it's never consistent. So you just have to be okay and know your know your place. That's something Absolutely. that's really
1: yeah. For us. And I mean th- that's not just words. Like I, I, like you know, luckily I got to. You know, experience that with you guys, like see, seeing you guys do that. Like, Doc's on the computer almost every day. He's like, Hey, check out this design. I'm talking to you guys, Hey, should I put the CEO, pepper? Uh, fucking Josh is the fucking uh,
2: delay man,
1: yeah. The the RIP machine, they're just spewing out <laughs> uh, all the goodness, and um, yeah, you know, everybody, like you said, everybody seems to have their function and what they bring to the table, and that's cool, you know. Like they, they get better over time and turn the product.
0: Yeah, and like don't get me wrong, like if, if someone wants to, um, you know, like learn more or take on more responsibilities, like when they're ready, they will. Like this is my first tour. This is my first tour, basically handling all the advances and, and borderline TMing. Like Zach normally does that, but you know, what I mean, like we're like when you're ready to step up, it's it's kind of like a group effort and group decision you know like oh okay mike's gonna take on that let's have him do it let's walk him through it you know like but i'm not it is, i'm not getting butthurt like when josh is like composing our music i have to trust his vision i have to understand that you know like this is his you know he has the vision for the music and it's my job to only make it better or to write the lyrics for it and i'm not gonna
2: get you know like offended yeah. <laughs> like that. I was like what the fuck Uh you know th- that the rocks out here doing crazy shit.
0: <laughs> Facts. <laughs> You're crazy, man. <laughs>
1: so yeah, I I didn't mean to go off on a change. No, either, by, but by all means. But yeah, that's I uh I mean that that's definitely really cool and and like you said, just to like drive that point home, I think that like the sooner bands like who are starting out like understand that and kinda like uh, buy into that like mentality, like you'll just see the progression happen, like like very quickly, or a lot more uh, accelerated than if you guys are just like, you know, you only have like one person kind of dragging the ship, or you know, yeah, which yeah, is super common. It is,
2: yeah. Shit, I've been there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just the one guy just holding it down.
2: So were you? Um, no. Did convictions have? a previous singer before
0: you yeah for one album his name is dan gardner um it was for our first album called i guess it would be more of right so when you it's came into to,
2: to the picture of the band um were, were you guys signed yet or were you guys still trying to get there
0: um no from my understanding um so convictions did a, a full us with a band Full, full U.S. tour with a band called the Great Commission. Okay, um, that was going well for them. They actually had a lot of a lot of buzz, like, underground buzz. Um, oh, I like we almost <laughs> rear-ended somebody. Um, yeah, it's so scary. Um, yeah, the band had like some cool like underground buzz. They were doing this like countrywide tour, um, and there's a there was a label apparently that was forming. Branched off of Century Media called, um, oh, shoot, I'm trying to think of what what it it's called. There's it like an acronym. Um, let me ask. Hey, Zach, what was that label that you guys almost signed to? What? EMI or not EMI? God, no. No, maybe. Um, no, that's not the label. What was it called? No, no. When you guys were with the Great Commission, A N G R. They were working with Sleeping Giant. A N G R is that right? Well, yeah, Anger. Here we go. Let's just say that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It was like an acronym, but um, yeah. Apparently, yeah, they were like supposedly working with Sleeping Giant, so they had like a good. They got. They definitely had a really good foot in the door. Um, but I guess that label like folded and, um, their singer, they, they all split up. So, okay.
2: So no, they were not (laughs) when You came in, you know, what did you guys do to get the attention of in Vogue? Were you reaching out or did they just kind of fall and, you know, see you guys doing your thing? Like, how did this all happen for conviction? Kind of a long story. Uh we got time, bro. <laughs> Nick Moore,
0: the owner of our label, used to be in a band called Before Their Eyes. Um, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to. I don't want to like. I want to okay. ma- make sure my facts are all correct here. But I'm
2: actually. Really anyways, curious. So this is though, all secondhand no information. Yeah, um, you're
0: so, <laughs> so from my. Yeah, it's kind of a spider web. So, Before Their Eyes is from Finley. Before the Rise, they used to be in Rise, and well, I think they're selected sort of. I don't know. I don't know what Nick's doing with them. I, they put out a record recently. Anyway, so Before the Rise is making moves in the scene, and they got signed to Rise, and they're doing a lot. And since they're from our area, sometimes they're playing like local gigs. And Zach, our drummer, used to be—I uh, don't know—he was playing for a band called Run Into the Shadows, and they, I think, were like talking back and forth with Nick. With uh, before their eyes, so there's some kind of a relationship oh, there. I think Zach even may have had his number. Um, again, this is all secondhand information, but um, so some, for for some reason we they knew each other, and then uh, Nick went off and started his label, and Zach went off and you know started a couple other bands and convictions. So we knew of each other, and we we actually put out an EP called uh, Unworthy with me and that actually did pretty fair like well like we did a little a couple weekend warrior tours right and we did some pre-orders and it was it was pretty cool i that was the furthest i've ever been in a band um so we did that and then we did an ep called a uh, hollowed spirit violent divide with joey sturgis um and that did really well for us i think we even had like some Billboard right. charts or some some kind of like we did really well when we released that ourselves so we were starting to get traction and we put uh we put together a you know music video and we were hoping we were going to get signed off of that our whole goal was that record was to shop it because we had interest from uh solid state way back when so we were like putting together zps and hoping that like you know we could shop them out and get some attention um uh, but we never did like we had like interest from a few other labels, um, but it just kind of like went in circles. So I know with convictions, like we're just go, 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 go. go. Like, you know, we don't like waiting around too much. So we're like, okay, forget this. Let's just put this record out ourselves. Um, maybe we can get it crowdfunded, which we really did not want to do. Like that's, that was just not what we wanted to do. So we posted online. Like he was just like, you know, Hey, we're, we're thinking about doing a full length. Um, with, you know, like, how would you guys feel about crowdfunding us for it? And I guess it was—it may have even been that same day Nick Moore texts Zach because they had each other's numbers because they were, you know, way back when, you know, running in the same circles, you know, playing local shows together and stuff. So he hits us up and he's like, you know, hey, like, where are you guys putting that record out through or, you know, what's going on with that? And we should meet for coffee. And so we all met with them and pretty much
1: yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I, mean, I think the.
0: Yeah, as you know, the, I think we did have like a little bit of a leg up as far as in vogue because they're they're on, they're located like maybe an hour away from where we live, so it was like, you know, I mean, it's just kind of bound to happen that we were. Yeah, I mean that's, that's super paths. cool,
1: and I've I've heard a lot of uh, good things about that dude, so that was cool to uh that he uh, hit you guys up and. I feel like I feel like all those sort of meetings always happen around uh, coffee because that same To us, I was just like, uh, our old, uh, manager. He was just like, let's meet up for Panera for coffee, and I was just like, this is like the stereotypical band meeting thing, but let's fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a it first date. Kind of feels like that too because, like, you know, you're kind of like feeling each other out, like a good. You know, situation for both people. <laughs> Just see if there's uh, chemistry. It kind of, kind of is like a first date or Uh Yeah,
0: definitely. Asking, Asking all these questions, good.
1: like, so, uh, what are what are your uh, projections for the band? Like, what what do you hope to accomplish? And, all right, what what can you provide for us? Like, yeah, it's like real, real first day material, sort of shit.
0: Yeah, or the go <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I see what you're doing. I like That's what funny, you're doing. So, yeah, it's, it's um, the same thing.
1: But yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess after that happened um, or like, you know, after the the peas and or whatever, everything was uh, all together and you guys, you know, inked the deal and all that sort of stuff. What, what are some of the, you know, first changes that you noticed or did, did things happen right away or like what, what was it kind of like, like, you know, the first like couple months after initially uh, finishing the deal? Um, well, when we were unsigned,
0: we, we like always made it a point, like we practiced at least like two or three times a week. We always made it a point to go out to eat afterwards. We, we'd go to a local wing joint. It's called Frickers. Um, and we just sit and just like, just talk about our dreams and our goals and like how hard and how far we're going to go. And, um, we, I mean, we were working, we all knew like we were, we would be signed and you know, like we all had that goal. There's no, there's no backing down, you know? um so we were working our butts off but we were i'll never forget when when we were like yo like when we get signed that's when the the real work starts yeah you think it's you think it's easy now like it's gonna we're just we didn't go into getting signed as like all right now we we made it you know like i that's the worst like we're like now that we're signed it's time we're expected to perform you know like we have to sell records we have to put out a great product, we have to really build something. People are people are now depending on us, you know?
2: And I feel like that's what a lot of bands uh, do where they kind of, you know, fuck themselves over, where they treat that as, like, the ultimate goal, and once they reach that, they think that everything is just set up for them, but it's not the case.
0: Yeah. I think we worked twice as hard, <laughs> like, if not more, like, as soon as we got signed. As soon as like, my name hit that paper, I was like, this is my new baby you know like this
1: game time now yeah basically that whole like unsigned phase was practice for when you know it was game time it's like all right cool we know how to do all these things and we got really good to the point where uh somebody picked us up now let's apply what we've learned and put you know the pedal to the metal and really elevate and make the most out of this. Because uh, you know this mm-hmm. is our goal so now let's you know keep like maximizing this. And like Orion said, you know, I feel like that's why a lot of bands fall apart. You don't really see like a lot of uh, initially signed bands stick around for more than an album or two because you see them kind of like, you know make their album and then they're like, all right cool, I'm gonna coast and you know, I'll let the label take care of everything, but that is by far, not the case yeah, there's, yeah. There's,
2: there's no sense of longevity anymore I've seen bands come and go the past three or four years with one album Pro- probably because of what we're talking about they just think it's set up and then they're dropping like flies but uh not you guys you guys are doing it right
0: yeah man I mean we may be like super spiritual but I totally believe in making your own luck you know like we we don't expect any handouts and you know I, I don't I don't expect anybody to do anything for, for me. And I, and that's like the best, I think that's the best advice, especially for new bands is like you, you need to do as much as you can yourself be as DIY as you possibly can. And that'll add value to you. You know, that'll, it'll only, you know, make your band better. You can't expect, it goes like that. in like all entertainment, I feel like you can't expect anything. There's no, there's no handouts.
2: 100%. And it's cool that you guys, um, you were saying you practice, often go out to eat you know have that bonding period a lot of bands treat their members as business partners sometimes and they just show up you know at a little session and you know that's basically that you know you guys have that connect because you know each other you guys are you guys are friends and that's that's honestly number one that bands now are not doing
0: yeah no i mean we we tour i mean we toured like 200 days out of the year when we when we come home We still hang out, you know, like not every day, but like, yeah, we, we make sure that we nurture our, you know, our friendships and, and we look at each other as brothers. So, you know, I, I don't, it's kind of funny to see bands only like as business partners. Like I don't, it's more than that. And it, it, will show to your fans your you know, to your performance, to your music. I I feel like. Hashtag brotherhood,
1: man. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean that, I mean, I definitely feel that like, uh, like, having that, having that connection with all the members of your band, like, ideally you want to be in, in a band with, you know, four, or five, six of your best friends, like, there's no greater feeling, and if you have, like, you know, if you're not, like, done with everybody or whatever, but you're still in the band just treating it as a business, you kind of feel like, you know, you, you are still having fun playing music, but you're, like, you still have that, like, kind of nagging thing, like, man, I don't really fuck with this dude, or yeah. man, I'm, like, stressed about this, like... Oh yeah, and the stresses are always going to be there, but you know that could be if everybody's like getting along, everybody's like chill, and you all have like good communication, all that sort of stuff. You know, it just makes the hard times a lot easier because you have, you know, a bunch of your friends nearby to kind of work work together through it. So yeah, that's really important. <laughs> yeah, it's like we we literally treat it like
0: okay, like you may have a girlfriend at home, but with your band members, like you have four other girlfriends or five other girlfriends that you (laughs) have to, that you have to take care of. You have to nurture those friendships, those relationships, because that one person, you know, is out of line. It's going to be, like you said, it's going to be really bad. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to want to do it. It's going to show.
2: So you guys, you know, Convictions is a sign artist, sign band and all that good jazz. And me and Drew talked about unsigned artists and, you know what to do and what to focus on but for you guys convictions like what are you guys thinking about like are you, you got what are your goals right now what are you guys really focusing on right now as a band and your career at this stage
0: um well we still have a lot of moving parts behind the scenes that we're still ironing out right um but as far as the band we're we just put our record out and it's i think it's not even what was that, like hasn't been that long, maybe three months. Um, but we're already looking looking into the future. We actually just started recording new stuff, um, working with a new producer. Um, I'm already looking ahead like to the next year. you know I want to make sure we're still touring, but I'm also like thinking about the next record and some other moving parts that um, I'll have to get back to you on. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfuckers
2: has, you know it's all about planning it out, you know I fuck with that.
0: Yeah, I'm really into, really, really into planting. <laughs>
2: so, so can you, you know, give me a hint? Like who, who is this producer? Can you not say? Uh, no, I can tell you. I think if you like look at our
0: geotags, you'll figure it out. We, uh, we started working with Andrew Wade. Oh, who just, uh, yeah. you yeah. remember member,
1: uh, Wage War, goes Inside. Oh, that's about down fucking nasty. Not to be fat. <laughs>
0: No, it's, it's, it's next. It's insane, dude. <laughs>
2: so what's the, uh, you know, what's the direction for the Like, what are you aiming for?
0: With Hope for the Broken, we all, we mainly focused on what we were like, what we figured out. We were really good with, you know, like touring with fans like you guys and, um, just being on the road so long. Like what, what is really like, ooh, woo, woo-hoo. Another question, <laughs> Yeah, we, we uh, slid out a little bit. It was Damn, crazy. I totally
2: thought that that's what he meant, though. Like, what that's is what's... the woo-woo-woo that people want? Yeah, keep that <laughs> in.
0: Keep that in. That was goofy. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, woo! <whew. laughs> this, this is real. This is uh, yeah, I'm to... we're, we're on the tour van right now.
0: I'm trying to not <laughs> panic. Um, wow, this is bad. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last record was I wanted to put together as much – of what I thought we were best at, and just, just put it in st- like steroids. That's why like all the breakdowns are really big, all yeah. the courses are really big. You know, it's just heavier and catchier. Um, with our new stuff, working with uh, this new producer, um, he really made it a point. He couldn't, I feel like he couldn't stress it enough that we need to stand out. Uh, our what we're doing is like I it's a little, uh, it's it's special, and and I you know I totally believe in it. but it's it's blending in a little bit. There's a lot of bands that I think are doing a lot of the same things we're doing. um, so now we're I think we're gonna try and push the boundaries a lot more, do new things, new directions, new, make things sound crazier, even if like we think it's silly or stupid, like it's not. It, you know, we're, we're, I have to get uncomfortable for this next stuff, for this new stuff. Yeah. Or we're just going to, we're going to fade out.
2: What kind of elements are you trying to bring to the table now?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely heavier. There's <laughs> a lot heavier. you bringing the
2: ruckus. Okay.
0: Yeah. I did like, I've learned a lot of new vocal techniques. So there's like, I, I've, it's like just stupid heavy, <laughs> like, like some parts, um, yeah, a lot of production elements. It's gonna be sick, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Okay,
2: so now you're actually gonna turn into Tim Tim Lambesis for real, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always say that? <laughs>
2: oh, that's all I'm waiting for, man. You'll see. I'm just so you'll see.
0: You think all white guys look the
2: same? <laughs> Lambesis don't like don't look like nobody, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it looks like me. Except you.
1: <laughs> With short hair. But yes, yeah, hey, you know, uh, uh, one thing that like i've always been like super adam- adamant about and it se- seems like uh you're going through that same thing but i fucking love working with producers like like coming coming to a producer with a bunch of ideas and then they sit like they sit down listen to it and be like all right here are my thoughts on it like i don't want somebody who's just gonna like show up track your shit and make your shit like i really want somebody to like give me some you know criticism like l- let me know like what what they think is best to optimize the band? It sounds like uh, Andrew is doing a good job with you guys. Uh, or At least, I mean,
0: no, exactly. Yeah,
1: it's just it's just a lot more a lot more fun, and you really like maximize your band. Like, uh, I've had a few different producers I've gone to uh, two in particular, Will Putney and Drew Folt. I remember, oh, we just fuck. You worked with Putney? Oh, come on now. Yeah, <laughs> that was it was fucking. That like literally felt like that was like when we first were like we got our first like management deal or whatever, and uh, we we recorded with him, and it it literally felt like it was a uh, band boot camp. Like, I I took you know, it was like 12 hours straight doing vocals, and you know, that's just horrible, but uh, that's yeah, that's it unhealthy. I mean, we were, <laughs> I would tell him to fuck himself. No, I mean, he was like really like smart about like you know the way we were tracking and all that sort of stuff but we were just trying everything he's like all right do this harmony all right now do this harmony wait you want a third harmony well for now now i want a fourth harmony like he he wanted to try so many different things and he like actually sat down and thought about stuff and i just love uh producers that like put in the time and like look like they're invested or like actually are invested in making it sound really good so uh, 100 that's super fun
0: yeah i completely agree with that no, that's that's great, and I'm not. That's not me dissing anybody we've worked with or anything like that either. Like, we've had great great producers.
2: Had Joe sound like Michael Jackson and shit?
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, not quite, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it, it's just it's just fun, and like you know, even even if it's not a producer, it's it's very helpful to have like other people. Like, we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but like besides like the band and your manager or whatever. As you kind of like grow in your music career, you get like a larger team, like publicists and like merch designers, like a whole like a whole team of like extra people uh, that are like invested in your band, and it's really cool to different perspectives and uh, perspectives, and it really helps elevate your band.
2: Yeah, definitely. What the fuck was that sound, by the way? <laughs>
0: that was us veering off the road. Yo, man, Vixx is
2: out there going through the struggle on this podcast. This is as real as it gets.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's... I'm a little (laughs) shook.
2: Well, to be honest, let's talk about this tour. (laughs) You know, we're going to be dropping this podcast ASAP. You guys are going to be on tour for a while. Like, tell us what's going on with it.
0: Yeah, no, we're uh, we're, we're calling it Hope for the Holidays, uh, the Hope for the Holidays tour. Uh, We're playing mostly uh, music off of our new album. Yeah, um, so yeah, we're just supporting our new record, hitting mostly East Coast and um, heading down South, trying to get out of this weather. Um, Yeah. We're playing playing a lot of new songs. (laughs) Last night, we played, um, like, two songs, two or, I think it was, like, two or three songs that, like, we've never even played before, and I didn't have the heart to tell the audience. Like, this is the first time we're playing. (laughs) Like, I just tried to, you know, because you want to, like, kind of, like, sell it, you know, like. Right, you know, so not be too vulnerable in that aspect. So yeah, we played uh, our Christmas song for the first time last night, and it's interesting. I'm just trying to figure out the mo- you know, like the rhythms of this new set that we're playing. And what song is it? Memories in the attic. Uh, it's a song we recorded a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago now. Yo, I'm gonna have to peep that out. Yeah,
1: it's cool. It's got a video too.
2: Oh shit! What the fuck have I been doing?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been slacking. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so who are you taking out with you on this tour? Um it
0: was going to be a band called uh, Roseview. Uh that's that was on your label. You but, right. Uh, but uh they dropped like a week before this tour. And wow. now, now we have a, a new band called uh Set for the Fall. No, uh, they're pretty sweet. They just put out a new record too.
2: Good. Clutch on them. What happened to Roseview?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: no. all right that's a good answer we're gonna keep it we're, we're gonna keep that right there <laughs> it's
1: like i'm trying to find out the same damn thing yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah i'm not worried about it yeah. Got, yeah at least i mean at least you're you know wish them all the best you kind of get get to finally get out of you know cabin fever mode and you know especially after you're used to touring so much uh, and then you get home you're like uh oh, it's nice to be at home but you know i really love you know what I do so let me get
0: back to yeah you. yeah after about the third week I was over it <laughs> <laughs>
1: right
2: so how long has it been since your last tour again um we got back in July man I um, know you couldn't wait bro
0: oh yeah it's rad I mean we stayed really busy
2: being at home but yeah man I hate not touring you know stay home get buffed, you know <laughs> That's so how long is this tour by the way uh, it's about a month. Damn, you' about to be out there, cold as shit, for a month.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna be in Georgia in like a week. Here,
2: there you go. The, oh, yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah. And we have like a ton of dates in Florida and Texas.
2: Are you guys um, coming to Maryland at all? No? Uh, let me look. Nope. What the fuck, man?
1: Uh, nope, no, no Maryland. <laughs> well, Ryan, there's no. Where would they play? There's nowhere to play here. They
2: can they can go ahead and
1: play the pinch, and I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I play socks. I mean, a lot of bands are going through there. I've I've noticed. I'm like, damn. Well, all right. But.
2: Yeah, there's like no scene here. I mean, how's the scene in uh, Ohio, Mike?
1: Crazy man. That's like where. Right. That's like metal ca- metalcore capital of the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like e- like everybody like that we all grew up listening to came from, or at least in the metalcore genre came from there. I'm about yeah. to. Goof. Yeah, we got a lot of bands. Um, yeah, our local scene is sweet. What are uh, do you? What are some like local bands in that area that you uh, you might have some potential? You want to give a shout out to or sure? Yeah, yeah. Um, the guy that hooked up our uh, our pre pro for this um, this song that we just
0: put up, or we were just working on, he's in a band called Ghost Native. They're uh, they're awesome, and their uh, old bass player is actually on tour with us right now. they um, oh, nice yeah they're great and uh zach's been working with a band called uh castle no kings uh they're from fremont i believe and yeah there's there's
1: a lot of really cool bands popping up check them out pete yeah absolutely yeah that's that's definitely one thing we try to at least uh you know drop for anybody who's uh listening to the podcast like you know all these recommendations that we're getting from the guests make sure you check them out don't just like hear the words and then be like, all right, cool. Let me move on. I'm trying to check go them out. out music or listen to it and enjoy it. Uh, I know I will. And I mean, so far, so far, a lot of the recommendations that we've gotten have been really fucking sick. So I definitely, fantastic. You know, appreciate, you know, hearing, hearing about new bands. Cause that's kind of part of, part of what we're doing here too. We're trying to get, give more exposure to, you know, the unsigned scene or underground scene, but you know, also to kind of, Share some stories uh, along the way and kind of give some some insight.
2: You got that love, man. Definitely,
1: absolutely. What are you jamming so, to go.
2: nowadays, then, Mike? Tell the rock that.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. Uh, I listened. I haven't really gotten a chance to listen to too much music yet. But um, the before I left for tour, I was listening to uh, Ice Nine Kills. No, I was listening to um, yeah. <laughs> Baby Metal. Oh, okay. Uh this pop artist who's called Poppy. Dude. Josh showed Josh showed me uh Poppy. He also showed me
2: uh This Will Destroy You, I think it's what it's called, that band. This, this Will Destroy You. This Will Destroy You sounds kind of hard body.
0: let me cuz it's really worth listening to. This Will Destroy <laughs> You. This shit better be nasty. I think it's This Will Destroy
2: You. <laughs> yeah, I man. It sucks <laughs> that uh, you know, the the storm or the lack of services. You know jacking up the swab, but we should we should totally do this in the future you know oh yeah and, you definitely. know get a little deeper and stuff yeah definitely no i i'm totally open and honest and, about that like, <laughs> and i wish you Hell guys yeah. like crazy luck on tour man you guys are out for a month you know in december should be a banging ass time are, are, the question is are you guys gonna be gone for christmas though
0: no no we're gonna be home like i think we come back like christmas eve
2: Damn, hopefully y'all got some, some uh, Christmas money for presents and shit.
0: <laughs> I think we'll be all right.
2: <laughs> but low-key, he's like, I'm kind of worried about that,
1: though. No, I'm really going.
2: <laughs> <cool. laughs>
1: yeah, but... Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's definitely... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably just go ahead and uh, wrap it up just to avoid any further uh, whatever's. But like Orion said, uh, whenever you get back from uh, tour and, you know... We'll, we'll definitely do this again, get get more into some shit, and, uh, you know, because we're, we're just scratching the surface here. We yeah, we usually go a lot, lot longer.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Or maybe even if, like, on this tour, if I'm, like, at a Starbucks or something.
2: You know, we, we can have like, a part two, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and
1: definitely. I, I fucking know how – I mean, we all know how tour goes. There's, there's a lot of that weird downtime, so we'll definitely be able to – uh, hook Yo, that'd up, be sick.
2: Halfway through the tour, part two, talk about how it's been going. That'd be dope.
1: Yeah, actually, definitely. that would be dope. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll go ahead yeah. and uh, wrap this up for now. Um, real quick though, uh, go ahead and let people know where to find. In case you're new to Convictions or Mike, let people know uh, where to find you guys on Instagram. All your all your all your fun stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, our Instagram handles Convictions at Convictions Rock. Same thing with Twitter. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's the same for Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Every just anywhere you find music, you'll you'll see us.
1: Spotify All that
2: all that John.
1: Yeah, just look for the mentions. Yeah. And I'll put that uh, those links in the description. And uh, as far as inside the Unsign goes, you can check us out on Stitcher, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And I actually just thought about this. I don't know why I say that like while we're doing this because I'm like. Well, if you're listening to it right now, you're obviously listening via one of those platforms, but whatever, I'm going to leave it in there anyway. Yeah, my man just uh-huh. fucked
2: up his own promo. I like that. Well, maybe,
0: <laughs> hey, maybe somebody wants to listen to it on another, another streaming service. There
2: you go.
1: Yeah, there's like, fuck Apple Podcasts. I'm going to go to Google Podcasts. There you go. <laughs> but Apple Podcasts is lit, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I, that's, that's, well, actually, I usually use Stitcher, so that's, you know, represent. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, uh,
2: <laughs> All the same, yo, Mike, it's been super dope talking to you. Yeah, it's been view, great,
0: man. And yeah, definitely looking forward to connecting again. Let's get a
2: part two going. And uh, I, I do want to hear how the rest of the storm goes on part two.
0: <laughs> if I'm still up,
2: Right, <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. yeah we, we, we wish you the best
1: and, uh, you know, good luck. And you you guys always kill it. So that will be no problem for you guys. Thanks, man. I really
0: appreciate it. I love you guys.
1: Love you too, Absolutely. bro. <laughs>
0: this-
1: This has been Inside the Unsigned. My name is Joe D. And I'm not Tim Lambises. (laughs) All right, peace, guys. Later, fellas.